Hello, and welcome to Pop Talk. Pop culture, entertainment, and everything that comes in between. And I'm your hostess, Elizabeth Bravo. I want to say that I've been working for Amazon Warehouse, which is why I haven't been active on here. But I am committed to doing at least one episode per week on my day off. So if anyone that's listening, either in television or in radio, I'm shooting my shot here. I have done production for two and a half years, two years. I have done um, camera operators slash floor director, tiny bit of graphics, audio board, video editing, digital content, a little bit of photog, a little bit of writing for a show, but never producing a show. And yeah, so I'm very much open to get back into the industry. Let's get into this episode and the celebration to the Queen of Pop, Miss Britney Spears. To whereas two weeks ago she has been finally free of her conservatorship that she's been held hostage for 13 years. 13 years of her life where it was controlled by her father, Jamie Spears, not to mention not only other family members were involved, but we'll get more into that later this episode. Here we go. Britney Spears, Britney Jean Spears, rises to fame at a very young age with a voice beyond her years. She went from being on the Mickey Mouse Club to having her own record deal and dominating the charts in the late 1990s going into the 21st century until having her mental breakdown in 2007 that spiraled out of control. Yeah, she made some music and performed in Vegas, but it wasn't her choice. It was her father's. Last year, Hulu still has a series called The New York Times Presents, still streaming to this year. And episode 6 is titled Framing Britney Spears. I watched the whole thing through and never have I been so pissed at her father and Justin Timberlake. Let me explain why on these two men. Number one, her father. Her protector knew she had talent along with her mother, had talent at a very young age, and when Brittany was thriving in her career as a teenager and she was under the weather one time, all her father cared about was, am I going to get a boat? I'm sorry, but are you kidding me? Your daughter is sick under the weather and all you care about is a damn boat? Get the out of here. Literally. Justin Timberlake. He went on from being in the popular boy band NSYNC to having a huge, successful singing and acting career. Him and Britney had dated for years until they broke up with Justin putting the video music video called Cry Me a River that explains how Britney cheated on him with someone else and using a blonde to represent Britney. Justin also did a radio interview where a DJ asked him, did you ever sleep with Britney? Justin said, I'm not saying anything. But the DJ kept egging him on until JT said, yeah, yeah, I got into her pants. I lost all respect for him when he said those words. I refused to listen to his music his music because of it. 
When Britney had the public meltdown, every TV persona used that as a punchline. And I was completely, completely disgusted back then and now. There was one comedian that refused to make fun of Brit, and the biggest respect goes to Craig Ferguson. Diane Sawyer interviewing Britney. Never have I ever felt so pissed off. And so Diane Sawyer had a, you know, had a one-on-one -on -one interview with Britney. And Diane Sawyer asked Brittany, why did you cheat on Justin? And she kept asking him multiple, she kept asking her multiple questions, including like, why would you cheat on him? And to where the point, Diane would ask uh, Brittany about her sex life. It's like, why would you ask that of anyone about their sex life on national television? And to humiliate her, to make her cry, and oh god, I just can't believe I'm like, that was unprofessional. After the documentary came out, JT tries to apologize saying about how he never meant no harm, it was the industry that made him do it. Yeah, okay. If you want to see what I'm talking about, check it out on Hulu. It's called The New York Times Presents, Episode 6, Framing Britney Spears. When the hashtag Free Britney movement was created on April, on April 2019 and went strong to 2021, I just got done watching Britney vs. Spears. Yes, I'm a couple months late of watching it, but at least I watched it. The documentary is very worth watching as it mentions Britney's rise as the fame and downfall. Not to mention she actually had a relationship with a photographer, which I'm sure neither of us didn't know about. This is all new to me, including the fact that one of her former managers mentioned Britney didn't care about the money. All she cared about was singing, performing, doing what she loves. Now that's the Britney we know and love. Kevin Fairline is, and still is, a piece of, apparently in the music video, Piece of Me was a cry out for help because in the video, paparazzi are taking pictures of her left and right, mentioning of rock bottom and downfall. The introduction of the conservatorship where it was temporary until it became official. The conservatorship, let me try to explain this the correct way. A conservatorship is that if you are in some mind frame or in a situation where you don't think you have control over your life or your finances or anything, you have someone to take over them. In other words, they control everything you have. Uh, they control what you do. And that's it. And while watching watching this documentary, there is also a um, a, um, a box about how its related dementia placement was in the conservatorship. Um, excuse me, where in the hell has Brittany has ever had dementia, y'all? 
Tell me why I was watching this and Jamie Spears said, I'm Britney Spears now. In other words, Britney is not her own person as of her as if her identity was taken away from her because the conservatorship. This really pissed me off for words. If you want to see this documentary, it's on Netflix called Britney vs. Spears. A couple of months ago, while being on being on TikTok, there was audio recording of Britney saying about how she had to work seven days a week, no break, no rest, had to do blood work every single week. If she had to use the bathroom, someone would have to watch her. She was basically being surveillance 24-7 with no privacy of any kind. This was heartbreaking to hear about this, and it's truly heartbreaking now. Eventually, Britney spoke her truth in telling fans, I don't have a life, I want my life back, or somewhere around those words. Fans around the world, including me, have supported Britney nonstop to where her fans in LA have gone to the LA courthouse when Britney had her court date, chanting her freedom and calling out her father and her lawyer. We also found out that Britney, that Britney's mother, Lynn Spears, was the one who created the conservatorship to which Lynn was playing dumb as if she knew nothing about it. Everyone and her family were a part of it, including her supportive fake sister, Jamie Lynn Spears. When I tell you that Britney started to go off by telling the truth and clap backing at her family members all on Instagram, it was one hell of a show. Jamie Lynn Spears mentioned about how she always supported Britney since day one. Britney clapped back in one statement real quick. Once everything came out, fans went after her and called her out too. Karma's a bitch, and I hope everyone and her family and her pa parents get back. As of now, she's a free woman, free Britney. She truly deserves everything that was taken away from her for the past 13 years. And hope, we all hope that she'll put her family behind bars for what they did to her. I know this was a lot to take in for today's episode. This is my intake. As for next week's episode, who knows what I'll talk about. Until then, signing out. <laughs>